Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. It is Thursday, March 17th. I'm getting a late start. Went out to dinner with friends last night. So kind of, and it's a gloomy morning here in Atlanta. Uh, gray. Woke up, there was some ice on the ground, like clumped ice for some reason, just in certain sections of the lawn, but um, getting a late start. But one thing that I wanted to point out, and it's crazy, this is crazy. Podcast favorite, Mullen Automotive is at $2.14. It's traded all the way up to two sixteen. It's on its way down a little bit because it's overbought right now, but holy cow. This one just never stops. Mullen Automotive. I, I, again, maybe they put out another magazine article that about, you know, a press release about them being in a magazine article. But um, big news of the day yesterday was the Fed rate increase. And and if you were watching kind of live, I was trading a little bit um, UVXE and I, I didn't buy anything, but I was watching it. Uh, essentially, what happened was when they released the paper. And by the way, I am not a Fed expert. I will not play a Fed expert on on TV. I will never talk about me being a, an economist, understanding all this stuff. But essentially, what happened was they were, and this is just my interpretation. They released the paper. There might have been some news in there about the seven rate hikes and and, and that they're going to raise rates seven times this year. Well, the market kind of took that. I I and I believe we were up like three hundred points at that point. We went down like, you know, essentially down 400 points. We were down 100 total, but it was down 400 points. So there was a huge spike down in the market. Um, then Powell started speaking and kind of the understanding was, hey, um, we're going to, we may raise uh, rates seven times this year. We may decide not to raise rates seven times, but the maximum that we're going to do it is at all, all, all the meetings. So seven times. So essentially the market bounced back and hopefully you guys did as well as I did. I think the Nasdaq was up about 3% yesterday. Um, yeah, 3.77. The Dow was up 1.55. I tracked more Nasdaq, but the S&P, which a lot of people should be tracking, was up 2.24. So unbelievable day yesterday. Obviously, we're, we're going to need to cool off a little bit. So um, futures are down. Today might be a little bit down. Um, there's just... Uh, a lot go, kind of going on and a lot to to discuss. Um, one thing that, that we'll discuss right now is oil. Uh, oil is back over $100 a barrel. And uh, UCO is trading up to $143. Um, if you look at like a one-month chart of this one, it, it, you know, it kind of looks like it's down. It's going to go back up. It's going to kind of retrace and, and get back to this 200-day. Um, let's look at UCO in the algorithm to see if there, because I believe there was a sale, but, um, let's run it. Uh, we're in trend spider and there was an out, there was an out for a 75% profit. Um, looks like March yesterday, uh, or no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yesterday in the morning. So there was a sell on the, um, the, the algorithm here. It definitely looks oversold. Uh, UCO does. 
the volume uh, is tremendous in this. The volume shelf here. Um, if I bring this this uh, anchored BWAP over, let's see. Um, there's a volume shelf here around 121 for UCO. I don't know that I'd necessarily get excited about UCO um, today. It might just be one of those days where you maybe take a look. Um, and if it trends up, uh, again, if I look at just like a one day, a two day chart, um, let's go back to it. I like one minute charts on two days. But if I look at a one minute chart on a two day, it was trending down all day yesterday and then just popped up, it looks like, at about 8 a.m. So it's got some some legs behind it. Um, it, it closed yesterday at 131. Uh, that was about the lows because it was the day range was 130 to 142. Um, and 142 was pretty much where it opened. So uh, I would say there is a shelf here at about 140. It's trading at 143 in the pre-market. Um, there's a shelf creating right there at about 140, which looks like it's going to set up some some type of resistance level um, and support. So I, I personally, I, I'm going to wait and see exactly what it does. Um, but oil's up over 100 again. Um, one thing that I posted yesterday was American Express, and this is a reopening play. <clears throat> um we saw a buy-in here on March 11th in the algorithm at 169. And today it's trading at 180. Nice move if you were to listen to the algorithm. It was completely oversold. I believe I brought it up on a podcast before. I'd been watching it um, as uh, somebody, somebody had mentioned to me a couple of weeks. But it was extremely high at about 189. It just crashed down over the past um, past week. So... It was beaten down. It was time to go back. It got back up over its 200-day. The 50-day is still trading down. Essentially, with today's candle, um, it's probably going to the maybe touch the 50-day. But the 50-day is, um, on again, this is a four-hour chart that I'm talking about the 50-day. And it's on the algorithm. It's providing some, some resistance here. My guess is by the time we get to the dividend X date of April 7th, we're at 190. Um, that's just a guess, just kind of where it's trending towards. Um, if I were to listen at, at you know to the algorithm here and, and or um, Trend Spider's future prediction, it does look like it's about 190, 185, 190. Um, so I, I think that's a great opportunity for reopening. If you like the financials for reopening and credit cards for reopening, American Express is the business reopening. So. Um, if, again, if you think that, Hey, COVID's over, um, have at it. Um, you know, my personal opinion, I don't think that COVID is over. You've got, uh, the, the vaccine makers like Moderna trading up at close to 170 this morning. Um, this one, I'm still waiting for it to get down closer to 140 before I buy in again. The algorithm has us in at, um, 130 to yeah, 142. So, um, again, this has been a, a fake out on the way down, but you've at least gotten a, a good, uh, you know, in the algorithm, a good thing. You know, it looks like it's overbought, my guess is. There's nothing exciting here outside of news. Um, uh, TQQQ. This is a levered 
ETF that goes with the Qs. Yesterday, we had a buy-in of this at 4588 with a uh, MACD cross-up. This one, the MACD is low. Um, the RSI is 54. This is a triple-levered, triple-Q tracker ETF. They use it with um, some options plays, and essentially it gets you a triple-levered ETF. So if the NASDAQ was up 3% yesterday, this one should have been up 9%. I, don't, I didn't track the, the look of it but, uh, or the, the dollar amount yesterday as to what it was up, but it does look like it was up significantly. You've got some volume shelves here that it's going to touch, but there is a large volume shelf here around 50. Um, this morning it's trading at 48. Um, I, I think you're going to see that 50 in the next couple of days. There's a lot of people who are saying, we've seen the bottoms of this. There's other people who have said that we're, we haven't seen the bottom this year that we're going to go up. Um, I, I, you know, it, it, I, who knows uh, what's going to happen. But typically, historically, when the Fed starts raising rates, it's not a bad thing for stocks. Um, it, it's a bad thing for multiples. But as long as uh, earnings continue to grow, it's not a bad thing for stocks. You want to own quality stocks. You want to trade the stocks that are volatile. Essentially, that's the way I look at it. Um, and, and, and you know, uh, Kevin O'Leary had a great point yesterday. They were interviewing him because Monday he said, buy the China stocks. And by the way, if you saw the China stocks yesterday, woo, they were up 30%. They're going to take a breather today. Um, even Facebook. Facebook is back up over 200 um, and, and, you know, the, again, these are opportunities to when it's down, it hurts to buy when it's down, but opportunities when it's down. Um, the other thing, Dow transports are on fire. Let's look at some of the uh, DAC, which is a monster. I think it was up 5% yesterday or something. Um, yeah, it's way up here. Uh, it is at one night. Uh, DAC is at 105. Um, and and we kind of, you know, yesterday we briefed on it that it was touching. I think it was 99 or something. So it, it was way up there. Um, AMD, uh, I think that's going to take a breather today again. Um, that's trading at 115. Um, we had an entry yesterday, 111 on the algorithm. Um, so uh, Tesla stock was way up yesterday. Um, uh Paramount Resources, uh, I mentioned that one with Leon Cooperman, Cigna, uh, Google, Microsoft, everything was up yesterday. Um, so again, today, kind of it's going to probably be a little, um, hey, we're going to take some of our profits kind of day. Uh, we're heading into Thursday, tomorrow is Friday, and with a war going on, I don't think that you, you know, I, in my guess, you're going to see uh, sellers show up again like we did last Friday um, in the afternoon. I think you're going to see the same thing this week. You've had a great week so far with yesterday's gains. Um, you're in the positive territory. Uh, most likely that gets taken down at some point today and tomorrow. Um, today might be a flat day. Uh, one of the things that just came out was Biden is going to be speaking with uh, President Xi tomorrow about the war in Ukraine. Um, this has been, it's, it's a pretty big deal because 
China plays a critical role in this. Putin visited Xi before he invaded. Xi most likely said, hey, don't do it during the Olympics. Uh, we'll back you. Uh, Russia has asked, there's reports, I should say, that Russia has asked China for some uh, military equipment and some support. Um, there could be some back channels for Russia to make some bond payments through China. China. Um, some of the oligarchs could be hiding out in China with uh, you know, uh, money in China. Uh, who knows exactly what's going on? This is way above my pay grade level, but the fact that Biden will be talking to Xi tomorrow, if he's able to kind of appease Xi uh, with something, who knows? Maybe he says, hey, we'll take the tariffs off, um, you know, if you guys don't, don't back Russia. Uh, again, back office deals, who knows exactly what's going to go on. But the fact that they're talking is a big deal. Um, Boyle, uh, we've been looking at uh, KOLD and Boyle. Boyle is way up this morning. Um, this is your uh, um, natural gas, and it's uh, ProShare Ultra Bloomberg Natural Gas is the, the actual name of it. Um, this one is at trading at 42, closed at 40, so you're looking at a 5% gain on this one. It's uh, putting in a pretty big shelf here, it looks like, at about 40 Um Right where it closed yesterday, if I look at a two-day, let's move to a five-day on this one. Um, yeah, it's, it's got a pretty big shelf providing some support at 40. Um, I think if it dips down towards 40, you could get this one as well. Um, uh, so just some trading ideas. We went on, and I rambled yesterday, I think, for 35 minutes with a lot of, uh, a lot of stock options. Let's look at the way Oracle finish the day because that's a podcast favorite. Um, they finished at 79.80 yesterday, 79.96 yesterday. They traded in a kind of tight range there. Um, they were down. So most likely that's just people kind of taking their money and going to higher flyers uh, in the tech uh, software industry. Um, but they, in my mind, again, I think Oracle is one that runs up here. Um, to probably the $90 range. There's not a lot of catalyst on this one, um, but I think it's quiet and it'll kind of run up. Um, Uvixi. Uh, so yesterday, Uvixi, Svixi was the play. Um, you know, when you saw the things start running, I believe I said it yesterday, but Svixi was your play. Um, ran from 40, 49, um, kind of at the open, 49.40 or so. Um, and it ran all the way up to $50. So it wasn't a huge move, but that's a nice 2% move. Uh, you're seeing it kind of hold at 50. Uvixi, on the other hand, um, crashed. And Uvixi took uh, a leg down from 19. Today it's trading at 1699. Um, this is one that, again, you trade, you don't hold because if you were holding it, um, on Monday, you were at the 20, 21 range, and now you're down at 17. Huge move in this one. Um, the VIX is at 27, just so you know. And this is what the, the um, it, this follows a short-term VIX. And uh, that's why it's so volatile is because it is short-term. My guess is at some point, we get the VIX back up to 30. I would not be buying UVIXI right now. Um, I'd probably be holding off to see how today does. 
1698, it looks like it's trading at right now. Uh, I don't think we get the sellers showing up today, so I think your your SVIXI is probably, I, I don't think you trade either one of these today, to be honest. I don't think there's enough, enough volatility. But tomorrow, where the sellers start showing up, I think UVIXI might be your play tomorrow. So that's a good one um, in there. Uh, I just don't see a lot. Uh, you know, Dollar General reported they were slightly up. It was a good one. Um, wasn't fantastic, but um, let's see. What else? There's not much else. Um, oh, uh, let's look at Mullen. We looked at GOGL. Some of these other shippers. Um, GOGL is kind of just hanging out. It's at 1160. Uh, 1164, it's slightly up. There's nothing amazing about it. Um, solar energy, SEDG. This one was uh, up yesterday, kind of crashing down today. Well, I said crashing, but it's a $300 stock. It closed at 334 and it's trading at about 316. Uh, again, I think you're seeing uh, oil. Oil up today, so you're going to see your uh, Occidental Petroleum. You're going to see your Devon Energy. Uh, Occidental Petroleum's uh, trading, it closed at 53. It's up at 55 today. Um, your Devon Energy, it closed at 52 yesterday. It's at 53 today. Um, your Chevron, CVX, it closed at 157 yesterday. It's at 160. Um, you know, the 52-week high was just a week ago. At 174, I, I don't know that you're going back up there. I don't know that the governments of the world will let you go back up there. You've got hype stock of Ford, um, which traded down to 1545. You're at 1640, so full dollar uh, in that, um, which is pretty good. You've got some support levels here at 1610. It looks like um, Nvidia was flying yesterday. We had we'll look at the algorithm, but Nvidia traded all the way up. From uh, Monday at 212 to 250. Um, it got to 245 yesterday. But let's look at NVIDIA on the algorithm because we did have a buy in. Yeah, we had a buy in, it looks like, on the 15th, so Monday at 225. And you were rewarded with that one if you got in. But this one has just been setting up this channel here between 220 and I'd say 260. Um, and it's trading in there. It's kind of waiting to break out a little bit, but rising interest rates, a PE of uh, 63, probably not going to let it really uh, break out. Um, but I think there's opportunities in there. Let me see about if I posted anything yesterday. I did the triple Qs, T triple Q. Um, the VIX was down 10% yesterday. Baba, all the, uh, the Chinese stocks. Um, the, again, China is one of those things where, uh, Kevin O'Leary said it great. Uh, your fangs in this country have probably aren't going to double in the next year. Uh, the growth isn't there for, for those things with the beatdown of the China stocks. If you get a little, um, uh, government support rather than government beatdown on those China stocks, you easily could double. So. His, uh, his guidance was, and this is great guidance, he said, hey, uh, in his portfolio, he uses a 5% weighting, uh, and so no stock will have more than 5% weighting in his portfolio overall, 
And he bought on Monday. He had to trim because on Wednesday, yesterday, uh, some of his, uh, his Baba and his Didi and other China stocks, he wound up uh, being over 5%. So he had to trim. Um, that's essentially what it was. Uh, we talk about Esfixie. There's the Fed. Um, I also posted a personal thing. Just so you guys know, I did dial up internet with Earthlink for, uh, I think, uh, what was it, 15 years I worked there. Um, and that's dial-up internet when nobody had dial-up internet. Trust me, nobody had dial-up internet. And I, it was uh, part of a um, you know, churn, managed churn and, you know, with, with different products and things like that sort. And when I left Peloton, and the reason I left Peloton, I got a new Apple Watch uh, for Christmas. I left Peloton, I believe, in January, um, and I had the app. I don't have a Peloton bike. I did the Peloton hack. If you want to Google Peloton hack it, or let me know if you have any questions about it, you basically get a cheap bike and you get some sensors on it and you uh, use the Peloton app instead of paying uh, $2,000 for a bike. I paid $300 for a bike. Uh, and instead of paying $40 a month for the Peloton app, I paid $12. For the Peloton app. And I found out if you're a student, you can get the Peloton app for six bucks. Um, so it's even better. But uh, my point on this is I left. Uh, and when you left any of my businesses that I worked with, um, whether it was cable internet, uh, whether it was cables, uh, TV, whatever, the first thing when you leave is you get an offer to stay. Because you can save 50% of the people who are leaving by giving them an offer. A, when I left Peloton, no offer. Uh, B, if they don't take the offer, you follow up with that customer. Um, and you send them a postcard, you send them an email, you send them a text, you communicate with that customer to keep the relationship. And you continually try and get that customer back. Because it's easier to get a customer who you have had before than it is to try and get a new customer to buy in. Uh, that's assuming that your product is good and Peloton is a good product. It's been three months now. I have yet to hear from Peloton. So uh, I will not be buying Peloton stock just because I think they're uh, structurally and organizationally not uh, currently where they need to be. And my, uh, my tweet got viewed by nobody. <laughs> so um, uh, there's a good article I posted too. I retweeted it. Is uh, inflation lessons from the 1970s. Um, one of the things that we talked about yesterday also when uh, Leon Cooperman said he liked uh, Cigna, I said I like United Healthcare. Great chart on United Healthcare. Um, so I think that's essentially it. Um, Tesla, still a fan of Tesla, still a fan of the stock. It will be down uh, today. Let's take a look if we're in or out on the algorithm. Um, the algorithm has us out right now, but after yesterday's move up, we probably will get a morning candlestick. Uh, it looks like we're down at 840 on Tesla. Um, so it's down slightly 1% um, in pre-market. I think it closed at 840. It's uh, opening up at 831. Uh, so we're down slightly on that one, but it's enough to hold that candle so it won't gap. Um, the 200-day is still positive. The 50-day, we had that death cross back on February 9th. Looks like it might be making a turnaround here. Um, unfortunately, I don't see the volume 
picking up to where I would like to see the volume for a uh, a turnaround. Um, but there are some issues with Tesla in that uh, you have some cost issues. They raised their prices twice this week too, by the way. Uh, but you do have some some issues there with cost. So um, with that, I think we are good for today. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have fun trading.